Good evening, everyone. You're very welcome to this Mass of the 21st Sunday in Ordinary Time, a Mass which is being celebrated uh, for all the people of the parish of Bangor, living and deceased. We begin our Mass, as always, by praying the entrance antiphon. Turn your ear, O Lord, and answer me. Save the servant who trusts in you, my God. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I cry to you all the day long. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Brothers and sisters, let us acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. Lord Jesus, you came to gather the nations into the peace of God's kingdom. Lord, have mercy. You come in word and sacrament to strengthen us in holiness. Christ, have mercy. You will come in glory with salvation for your people. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, heavenly King, O God, almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Let us pray. And as we pray for all the people of Bangor living and deceased, we remember also the people of Afghanistan and the people of Haiti who are meeting such dreadful difficulties at this time. O God, who caused the minds of the faithful to unite in a single purpose, grant your people to love what you command and to desire what you promise, that amid the uncertainties of this world, our hearts may be fixed on that place where true gladness is found. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Please be seated for the first reading. The first reading is a reading from the book of Joshua. Joshua gathered all the tribes of Israel together at Shechem. Then he called the elders, leaders, judges, and scribes of Israel, and they presented themselves before God. Then Joshua said to all the people, If you will not serve the Lord, choose today whom you wish to serve, whether the gods that your ancestors served beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are now living. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. The people answered, We have no intention of deserting the Lord our God, who brought us and our ancestors out of the land of Egypt, of the house of slavery. 
who worked those great wonders before our eyes and preserved us all along the way we traveled and among all the peoples through whom we journeyed. We too will serve the Lord, for he is our God. The word of the Lord. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise always on my lips. In the Lord my soul shall make its boast. The humble shall hear and be glad. The Lord turns his face against the wicked to destroy their remembrance from the earth. The Lord turns his eyes to the just and his ears to their appeal. They call and the Lord answers, the Lord hears and rescues them in all their distress. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. Those whose spirit is crushed, he will save. Many are the trials of the just man, but from them all the Lord will rescue him. He will keep guard over all his bones. Not one of his bones shall be broken. Evil brings death to the wicked. Those who hate the good are doomed. The Lord ransoms the souls of his servants. Those who hide in him shall not be condemned. The second reading is a reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians. Give way to one another in obedience to Christ. Wives should regard their husbands as they regard the Lord, since as Christ is head of the church and saves the whole body, so is a husband the head of his wife, and as the church submits to Christ, so should wives to their husbands in everything. Husbands should love their wives just as Christ loved the church and sacrificed himself for her to make her holy. He made her clean by washing her in water with a form of words, so that when he took her to himself, she would be glorious with no speck or wrinkle or anything like that, but holy and faultless. In the same way, husbands must love their wives as they love their own bodies. For a man to love his wife is for him to love himself. A man never hates his own body, but he feeds it and looks after it. And that is the way Christ treats the church, because it is his body and we are its living parts. For this reason, a man must leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two will become one body. This mystery has many implications, but I'm saying it applies to Christ and the church. The word of the Lord. Please stand to greet the gospel. Alleluia, alleluia. Your words are spirit, Lord, and they are life. You have the message of eternal life. Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. This gospel follows the uh, gospel where Jesus asks or t- tells his followers that to have life they must eat his body and drink his blood. <clears throat> and that causes difficulties as we shall hear. After hearing his doctrine, many of the followers of Jesus said, 
This is intolerable language. How could anyone accept it? Jesus was aware that his followers were complaining about it and said, Does this upset you? What if you should see the Son of Man ascend to where he was before? It is the Spirit that gives life. The flesh has nothing to offer. The words I have spoken to you are spirit, and they are life. But there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus knew from the outset those who did not believe, and who it was that would betray him. He went on, This is why I told you that no one could come to me unless the Father allows him. After this, many of his disciples left him and stopped going with him. Then Jesus said to the twelve, What about you? Do you want to go away too? Simon Peter answered, Lord, who shall we go to? You have the message of eternal life, and we believe. We know that you are the Holy One of God. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. The COVID regulations have robbed us of many things in our traditional practice of the Mass. We can no longer make the sign of the cross with holy water as we enter the church, a sign of preparation to enter a holy place. The habit of genuflection is not as observed as much. We must preserve this because we bow the knee to only one person, God. God present in the tabernacle, in this, the house of God. Every Catholic church is a shrine because it contains the reserved sacrament, Christ made present in the mass under the appearances of bread and wine and reserved for our adoration in the tabernacle. It is this presence which draws us in and which is why Catholic churches are normally kept open all day long. As I said, last week's gospel, uh, which was not read because of the Feast of the Assumption, <clears throat> told us that as Jesus was saying that we must eat his flesh and drink his blood, we cannot have life in us. Many could not accept this and went away. Many still cannot. Even apparently a large percentage of Catholics in the pews, according to a recent alarming survey of American Catholics. St. Peter put it magnificently when, faced with the departing crowd, Jesus asked him, Will you go away too? Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Please note 
that Jesus did not rush to persuade the others to stay. He didn't run after them to say, you've misunderstood me. He knew the radical nature of his statement that we must eat his flesh and drink his blood. And we must either accept or reject this. The choice is ours. So, if Jesus is not really and truly present in the Mass, really and truly, not symbolically or metaphorically, but really and truly, then we are wasting our time here. I am a priest ordained to offer sacrifice. If the sacrifice is not Jesus Christ really and truly present, the acceptable sacrifice to God, then I am perpetrating a sham and I want no part of it. If Christ is not really and truly present in the Mass, then I have no reason, no role for being here. Jesus offers the apostles and us a choice, a choice to be renewed every day. It's often said that the powerhouse of the Catholic Church is the Mass, the people of God gathered together to take part in the one sacrifice of Calvary in memory of Jesus. And this memory is not just like the calling to mind of a last birthday or something like that, but it's a living the sacrifice of Calvary with Christ. We are, when we are at Mass, we are at Calvary as Christ offers himself that our sins may be forgiven. And then by receiving him in the Eucharist that we may be changed like him. And then go out into the world preaching the good news by the love we have by the love we live in our daily lives. Love the Mass. This is the event from which we are sent out to the world for the greater glory of God and the good of all mankind. Ite Messias, go the Mass is ended. At the end of every Mass, we're being told to go and live what we have celebrated, the presence of God among us for the glory of God and the good of the world. And now we stand and we profess our faith. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation he came down from heaven and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. 
For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. <coughs> Believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. <clears throat> Gathered in this house of prayer, we call upon our God who is close to the brokenhearted. Father of the Ten Words, accompany your church through its desert wilderness and help us to give to others your gift of salvation and love. Lord, hear us. Help us, Lord, when our eyes are clouded by images of ourselves. Send us your Spirit to open the eyes of our hearts to discern the invisible. Lord, hear us. May we learn to know how to rest as we welcome the blessings of every Sabbath day. Lord, hear us. Steer us away from the desire to possess and grasp in selfish ways. Remind us that there is more joy in giving than in receiving. Lord, hear us. We pray for an increase in vocation to the priesthood, diaconate, and religious life from this parish. <coughs> Excuse me. Invoking the intercession of the four saints of Bangor, Comgol, Columbanus, Gaul, and Manaki. Lord, hear us. For all who have died, may they find everlasting life in the glory of salvation. We pray for the happy repose of the souls of Linda Martin, who died recently, and for the following whose anniversaries occur at this time. Michael Conway, Thomas Telford, Frank Cullen, Daniel McCart, Bridget Rafferty, Paddy Walsh, Father Harry Donaghy, Alex Turnbull, Lucy McDaniel, John Ray, Joe McDaniel, Elizabeth McKerney, David Anderson, Sister Elizabeth Gray, Elizabeth Devlin, Kathleen McDonough and Rini Hughes. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon them. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed, through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. And we bring our own private prayers and petitions in silence before God. We commend these our prayers and also our prayers for all those suffering throughout the world, especially those suffering uh, as a result of violence, natural disasters, and COVID. We commend them all and all our prayers through the intercession of Our Lady to God our Father. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. 
Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Father, the ten words accompany our desert wilderness journey as you teach us your law of freedom and love through the generous blessings in Christ Jesus, both now and forever. Amen. Please be seated for the announcements. On Wednesday, I was talking to the chaplain in the Ulster Hospital <clears throat> who had just come down from uh, giving the last sacraments to a lady who uh, died as a result of COVID. And the nurse who was looking after them was exhausted, overwrought, and she begged him to let people know what is going on in our local hospital. And on Wednesday, there were 19 people <clears throat> in intensive care suffering from COVID, aged between 40 and 55. Not one of them was vaccinated. So please, uh, for yourselves, for others, if you're not vaccinated, get vaccinated. Pope Francis also gave a very powerful message, uh, speaking in Spanish and speaking, therefore, totally fluently and with obvious passion. He said that everyone who can get vaccinated should get vaccinated. Every act of vaccination is an act of love of care for our neighbor. And that there is such a thing as social love, political love, and vaccination falls into that category. And that also we should do our best to raise our voices for the countries who are not able to avail of vaccinations at the moment and where people are dying in their thousands and we don't hear about that. So please, <clears throat> everyone is asked to do his or her bit in uh, helping to struggle and defeat this dreadful vi virus which has wrought so much destruction and destroyed so many lives. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands, to become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands, to become our spiritual drink.
Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. <coughs> O Lord, who gained for yourself a people by adoption through the one sacrifice offered once for all, bestow graciously on us, we pray, the gifts of unity and peace in your church, through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For in you we live and move and have our being. And while in this body we not only experience the daily effects of your care, but even now possess the pledge of life eternal. For having received the first fruits of the Spirit, through whom you raised up Jesus from the dead, we hope for an everlasting share in the Paschal Mystery. And so with all the angels we praise you, as in joyful celebration we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord God of hosts, <coughs> your glory, Hosanna in the highest, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. We pray the second Eucharistic prayer. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. <clears throat> In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. <laughs> the mystery of faith. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly, we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Noel, our Bishop, and all the clergy. We pray for all the deceased of this parish. Remember also our brothers and sisters who've fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection 
and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your faith. We pray for all the people of the living of this parish, particularly the sick. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with the blessed apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. At the Saviour's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin <clears throat> and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be. The earth is replete with the first fruits of your work, O Lord. You bring forth bread from the earth and wine to cheer the heart. And now I invite those who are attending Mass on um, the podcast to make a spiritual Holy Communion as we pray the prayer of St. Alphonsus. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most blessed sacrament. 
I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you have already come and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Soul of Christ, sanctify me. Body of Christ, save me. Blood of Christ, embolden me. Water from the side of Christ, wash me. Passion of Christ, strengthen me. O good Jesus, hear me. Within your wounds, hide me. Never permit me to be separated from you. From the evil enemy, defend me. At the hour of my death, call me and bid me to come to you, that with your saints I may praise you for age upon age. Amen. Let us pray. Complete within us, O Lord, we pray, the healing work of your mercy, and graciously perfect and sustain us, so that in all things we may please you through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Bow your heads, please, and pray for God's blessing. May the God of all consolation order your days in his peace and grant you the gifts of his blessing. May he free you always from every distress and confirm your hearts in his love, so that on this life's journey you may be effective in good works, rich in the gifts of hope, faith, and charity, and may come happily to eternal life. Amen. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit descend upon you and remain with you forever. Amen. As usual, there'll be confessions immediately after this Mass in the bishop's porch at the rear of the church. I ask you to continue to observe the social distancing, please, and also uh, inform, inform you that Masses will continue as usual, but they won't be podcast for the next fortnight. The, uh, but the Masses will continue at the same time and in the same place. I wish you all a very pleasant weekend. The Mass has ended. Go in the peace of Christ.